Greetings. Welcome to Space Court. feel like I'm definitely in a tornado. You kind of express to some degree the same whirlwind of sorts, you know, with regards to Mercury retrograde and I think just the climate right now. Um, yeah, everything's kind of crazy. And I saw a headline today that they say that worldwide uh, cases of COVID dropped by half all of a sudden. They're mm, like, what the hell? <laughs> How did that happen? Mm, and I mm. thought, oh, that's, that's like really indicative of things just shifting. Mm. People not like knowing exactly why or how. And I think everyone's sort of to varying degrees feeling like, what's next? Like, mm. what could possibly be coming up next? Mm. You know, it's funny, like, even though we're so kind of, in a sense, grounded, at least where I am, we're not allowed to go anywhere, and we have curfew, 8 p.m. to 5 a.m., can't travel anymore, really. But it's funny, like, to be so grounded, yet, like, <laughs> anything could still happen. You right. know what I mean? Yeah, It's so weird. Like, we have no freedom, and yet no clarity. So, which is exactly where we're supposed to be. Right. So that's fine. And, you know, and, and like to sort of introduce Pisces, Pisces is all about surrender and trust and mm. not knowing. It's about, you know, taking each step as it comes and letting the path unfold. You know, we're going to be entering this month of Pisces where that's going to be heightened. Like just how much do you trust? How much faith do you have? Space Chord, Space Chord. Space Chord. Welcome to Space Chord. Welcome to Space Chord. Welcome to Space Chord. We invite you to join us as we explore the Pisces archetype. You know, we're going to be entering this month of Pisces where that's going to be heightened. Like just how much do you trust? How much faith do you have? We would like to introduce you to astrologer Kate Rusko. Virgo Sun. Gemini Moon. Pisces rising. Faith is trusting that, that you know, it's kind of like it's a solution without a solution. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like just letting things unfold and, and trusting that they're exactly how they're supposed to be mm. and that we're just being led somewhere and we don't know where it is and that's okay. Yeah. I feel like that's kind of been a, a muscle in training over the past year, you know, mm. this trust, this surrender. Yep. And especially with yeah. the element of unknown and uncertainty, you know, so. Uh, yeah, yeah. I do think it's planetary because the planet Neptune has been in, in the archetype of Pisces now for, for many years. Like it, mm. it uh, ingressed in 2011 and it went out again and came back in 2012. And it continues until I think 2000, until 2025. And it is this global like process of how much do we trust? You know, like we're so used to our minds and figure everything out, but ultimately that's kind of an illusion, right? Mm. Like there's, you know, larger forces at play. So I think COVID really helped. It's pushing that evolution. Yeah. Right. Yeah, for sure. Definitely an acceleration of moving into the heart space. You know, I find that being on a micro scale, that's so much of what the past two years have been just moving from the head into the heart. 
We would like to introduce you to astrology student Rachel Villaverde. Cancer Sun. Cancer Moon. Gemini Rising. It's interesting when I think of moving head into the heart specifically around like joy, which I know you have like my school of joy. Yeah. Yeah. And I have such cognitive joy. Like I'm accomplishing mm. this. Like look at the joy that I have because then it produces this. Like this is joy. This is joy. But it's so yeah. robotic and mechanical. I'm so detached from my heart to know mm. whether or not I actually feel joy in my body. Right. Yes. Yeah. And really being present like with my breath and with my sensations in my body and trying to decipher and understand like, is this joy? Is this actually joy? (laughs) Or has my brain just programmed me to believe that I'm in joy space? And that's been a very interesting journey because there is a difference. Yeah. Yes, there is a difference. And I've been reading a lot of David Hawkins lately, and he talks a lot about the experiencer and the juice the experiencer gets out of the experience. So that's what you know, mm. the Buddhists are trying to detach from the experience, mm. right? Like just, mm. just from the, not from the experience itself, but from the juice of it. It's like the joy comes from the, from the actual having done the experience, but not mm-hmm. the experience itself. Mm-hmm. And then what, you know, what lies behind all that? Like living in the heart space, we're not really trained for that. My housemates have really been a representation of living in heart space. Not only that, but they're a fresh couple. So mm-hmm. they're young, they're a fresh couple, and they are literally as being in love, like just in a very love space. And the property that we've been on has really been free with regards to exploration of that. And they've yeah. been reading a shit ton, like seriously within six months, no joke, they've read a minimum of like 80 books because this brings wow. them a lot of joy in this learning and they have the time to do that. But in my mind, I'm like, nothing's getting done. This is ridiculous. <laughs> you know, but we keep going back to like, oh, we're wanting to like build a foundation of like heart space. My heart is called to reading right now. It's not called to this and I'm kind of like going bonkers because it's like okay okay yeah you're right we do we okay I'm not going to force anything you know so like how to actually have responsibility around Mm. things outside of the heart I guess I'm not really sure but well I think the heart should lead you into action I, and I think that the addiction of the mind is a something separate, mm-hmm. you know, because knowing something and being something is not the same thing. Mm-hmm. And we can be really addicted to knowing stuff, mm-hmm. but not being it. I had an interesting experience last week. I got on a, a, a webinar with someone who just didn't teach anything, but she created this space where it was just a super loving environment. Mm-hmm. And that vibration stayed with me for days after this webinar. And it wasn't like I learned anything new on or anything, but she just was able in her own sweet way to really inhabit that space and share it over the internet. I've never met this person in, in real life. And I thought, wow, that is pretty spectacular and very rare. Mm. You know? Yeah. Super powerful. And, super powerful. And I yeah. do think that is it's those people um, like this woman that can hold that space and, and be it, right? Yeah. As opposed to knowing it, like just yeah. be it be it and emanate it, you know? Yeah. Like I'm, I just think of Pisces and and Jesus because he's, Mm. he represents that archetype quite strongly. Mm. And it is about sinking into the heart and compassion and just holding heart space. 
Right. And being brave in that mm. and being super courageous in that. But Pisces in itself is not very organized, you know? <laughs> like it's the forgetful teacher, <laughs> you know? It's like Einstein who always forgot his keys and stuff. It's like you become your service so much mm. that you forget everything else. It's not really that practical or organized necessarily. So that's why you need some grounding in mm. that. Like, and right now, I mean, there is a little bit of earth in the chart, but there's a lot that's not grounded. Mm. So I think we're all being kind of just kind of just shot up there, you know? (laughs) And like, we'll see later where that lands. Mm. Mm. So maybe that's what's happening with you as well. Yeah. And maybe it's also just to let that run its course. Yeah. You know, like also that frustration. Oof. Like I'm I'm not I'm not getting something done. Like eventually yeah. you'll hit the breaking point, the tipping point. Right. And you'll know, like, I want to move into this. Yeah, I've had a lot of prayers around having compassion for my frustration and anger because mm. it's such a strong, all-consuming feeling that I I've really been conditioned and like in my own personal conditioning of like safety and protection around like compartmentalize this. This is going to explode. We're going to go back. Like keep this at bay, you know, and I'm, I'm, I'm in a, I've, I've worked on creating an environment and living and calling in people that like are ready to like receive that, you know, not, yeah. As, yeah. not necessarily as the cause of, but definitely the stimulus of these yeah. Things, um, yeah. because I know it, these are my choices and, and this is alive in me. It's going to happen in one way, shape or forms. So really learning to like have compassion for it and allow it to kind of come up and do what it needs to do and, and start to learn how to work with that, you know, like, okay, yeah, I yes. so, so maybe we could do something else next time. Like we don't need to, kick the steel burn barrel a million times with our foot because we could break our bones so maybe we can have another choice you know like yeah 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 well it's so important to acknowledge feelings and just let them run their course Mm. you know like we don't have to lash out at people but that's another thing too yeah i mean yeah we're we're always told to bottle things up because you know, emotions are not, they seem uncontrollable. Well, but also there's, there is the distinction between emotions and feelings, like emotions being reactions and feelings being something true to yourself, you know, Mm. that like does lead you forward. But when we are constantly in the head, then we're not allowing any of that Mm -hmm. to surface. Mm -hmm. And, you know, bring it back to Pisces, that archetype, it does love to connect to others, Mm. right? Like it feels other people's Mm -hmm. situation, it feels their pain. It feels their joy. It feels all of that stuff. And it is connect, you know, it's connecting on that on the sort of deep level. That's why those are people who can really be of service to humanity yeah. because they, they have a lot of compassion for others because they you know, can put themselves in their, in their shoes. You know, they really mm-hmm. feel that pain. Mm-hmm. They're, they're transpersonal givers. Mm. Yeah, Pisces. It's interesting. I have a lot of Pisces in my life, specifically like my nuclear family. Like my sisters Mm -hmm. are twins and they are Pisces sons. Mm -hmm. And then my father is a Pisces moon and a Pisces rising. Mm. And it's interesting when you had mentioned the organization and structure not being a strong suit of Pisces. Yeah. I think it's when I think of the three of them, like I have my sister, Allison, who is like extremely structured and I think has taken on a lot of like my mother's Virgo sun, (laughs) Capricorn moon energy and learned from that as a way to like 
go like out in the world. Yeah. Yeah. And then my father is kind of in between. And then my other sister is kind of on the other spectrum of just like pretty aloof and not really sure where she is, but <laughs> very deep faith and very deep trust in God and the beyond in her spiritual mm. path. And same with my father, like very devoted and very strong relationships with their beliefs. I'm a fan of Pisces. I like Pisces. Yeah. Yeah. It's also very creative. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Music. Music. Yeah. Music. Art. Poetry. Like anything. It's just. It's. It recognizes the beauty of life, and mm-hmm. I can. I think can tap into those sort of underlying patterns. You know. Yeah. And and it just appreciates it. Like it mm-hmm. loves it. Mm-hmm. So. Um. And it's 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 also about nature. Mm. You know, so like the the wild spaces and just people at Pisces should be outside a lot yeah. because like that's their natural kind of environment. They shouldn't be like working in an office building. That's something like that. You know, like they need nature. I know you usually lead with the moon, right? Who has yeah. their moon in Pisces. But speaking of nature and speaking of beauty, Ansel Adams has mm. a sun in Pisces. He's a Pisces sun, Leo moon, Sag rising. Wow. Okay. So that's the Sag and the Pisces. That's like the great outdoors for sure. (laughs) You know, no wonder. And that's why Mm. I did like also super big photos. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like they were really like, like it didn't have to be physically big, but the the big, you know, nature, like imposing and glorious and yeah. Yeah. Well, and he also has Mercury, Venus, and Jupiter in Aquarius. So when you talk about wow. big... You said Venus, Jupiter, and Mercury? Yes. Wow. And, and that, and that's, we've got that at the moment. Oh. <laughs> plus, and got- plus Saturn. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And, and yeah, we're going to be moving into the sun in Pisces and, and that stellium in, mm-hmm. in Aquarius will still be there. So He also has his Mars in Pisces. So that's his Pisces placement, sun oh, and Mars. Wow. Okay. I, I saw a documentary, I don't know, maybe a couple years ago, and it was super just beautiful. Like so much of it was just kind of narrative against his photos. I mean, I've seen his pictures in dentist office and the doc, you know, like <laughs> you, you see him there, but hearing his life story and just his relationship with nature and light and mm. um, yeah, it was just super fascinating. And the beauty, I think that he was just in like deep, deep devotion and relationship. Right. With. Just like, wow. Like he had like, I think a couple other relationships, but he had to go to the sun, you know, he had to go to the mountain, (laughs) go to Yosemite, you know, like, and and I mean, it took its toll because that was a a pretty hard love affair, I think, to like (laughs) partner with, you know. Oh, it's amazing though. Yeah. A lot of entertainers also have Pisces, Mm. you know, actors and that sort of stuff because they can inhabit other people's skin and that's also about projection Mm, like mm, mm. um being projected onto yeah you know like sort of not having their own identity but having other people put it on them Mm. yeah i think when i think of like actors and actresses i definitely think like leo you know that's just kind of the stereotype Uh, that comes to mind yeah i wouldn't necessarily well because pisces gives you it's sort of a connection to a white like to the world in a way if let's say aries is the individual then pisces is everyone Mm. as the as the end of the zodiac so Mm. it's that kind of connection it's like you can Mm. be seen by anyone Mm. your message Mm. can go anywhere Mm. that's what and you know maurice fernandez does a lot of work around that like his interpretation of neptune is very Mm. much based on that 
So it's an interesting thing to look into. Yeah. Because uh, he find, he he looks for Neptune as establishing people's careers. Wow. Like how they okay. how they are out in the world. I think it works quite well, actually. I think what else? Lack of boundaries is something that has to be brought up with Pisces. Okay. Like I said, yeah, no boundaries. You know, because mm. it's it is about just being connected to everything. So people with a lot of Pisces might have issues, people infringing on their personal space, you know, not understanding that they have to actually have any boundaries, not taking care of themselves, like Mm. not showering, not like wearing the same thing every day for like a month. Like they're kind of, it can be be very neglectful because it's not about itself. It's not, you know, they're not really concerned with themselves. They're probably into something, you know, to something greater. Mm-hmm. You know, like, so they, yeah, they can be very, very neglectful. Wow. That's amazing because my housemate, I would identify everything that you just said with him. He doesn't have a strong Pisces placement, but he has a 12th house stellium. So when you talk about- Oh, you're right. <laughs> yes. You know, um, yeah. wearing the same thing for an entire month, <laughs> yeah. holes in the socks and just like what I consider to be like lack of consideration and awareness, mm-hmm. you know, the, the perspective that I have is just like, oh my gosh, you're such an aware person. Overall sense of compassion and like spirituality. But when it comes to like, again, the day-to-day, like the neglect and the like, lack of awareness, I was so confused. Like, how can you be so right. and so unaware, you know, and like so <laughs> filthy and yet such pure soul, you know, like right. how does this work? Like, I am so confused. So when you say that, it really does bring, actually, I mean, it's very helpful. It brings a lot more understanding and compassion into that, you know, small perspective that I have. Yeah. Well, my, my husband has a stellium in Pisces that opposes mm. a stellium in Virgo. Mm. So with him, I never know, like, who's walking through the door? Is it the organized person? <laughs> or is it the person who showed up an appointment yesterday that, didn't, that he didn't actually have? He's missed so many appointments. It is, mm-hmm. it's shocking, actually. But he, he doesn't see himself that way. And people who work with him don't see him that way. Because when he shows up at work, he's Mr. Virgo. Mm. But then when it comes to himself, he's actually Pisces. So he completely wow. forgets everything (laughs) wow that's so crazy because will his so he has a it's a virgo stellium in the 12th house so it's virgo wow yeah okay so he's like yeah so he's constantly going between yes time and timelessness and yes um i got organized and i don't know what i'm doing (laughs) like yeah well he's looking for the midpoint how organized do i need to be really right you know what what's that just that sweet spot where right. I'm a dependable person, I don't stink a BO, but right. I don't feel like I've wasted too much time on yeah. these things that don't really interest me. So Yeah. And I wonder if that's like efficiency because a lot of times I'm like, is this laziness or you really just wanna <laughs> like maximize? He doesn't think about it. Uh, I mean, I see it in my in my husband. Mm-hmm. They just don't see it. It does not occur Compute. to them. Yeah. Just not even in their scope. Totally, totally off their radar. So yeah. <laughs> that's why you know planet earth is such a great place because we get to meet all these different people rocking mm. all these different archetypes mm. and we go what is that yeah. <laughs> and then eventually go oh okay that's just the way you know that's someone walking to their own beat you know right. and i don't have that myself but right. that's all good yeah but pisces like they you know they could get themselves into trouble if they're not aware of themselves, like they could be very gullible, mm. you know, but naive, right? Mm. They could believe anything. So there is perhaps a Some steep danger. learning curve for Pisces, like, oh, get your act together, mm. you know? And so, and so there can be like a lot of fear 
if they haven't really worked on themselves, you know, and, and worked on the relationship with existence, mm-hmm. it can feel scary and overwhelming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, my, my rising is Pisces and it took me a long time to even relate to any of it, mm-hmm. you know, because I have, you know, Virgo sun and Gemini, like I'm way more mental. I can tell you it's really taken over. <laughs> and like I, you know, a month goes by and I forget that, you know, I'm just so in my groove right now. I'm doing a lot of writing. So in my groove that I forget everything, you know, I have to set alarms on my phone constantly or Mm. I would just miss out on all sorts of things. So Mm. I have, I have respect (laughs) for always having bit like if someone, you know, was born into that and has it strongly, (laughs) uh, it's, it's something, Mm. you know, especially in this world where we're supposed to be so, um, you know, on top of it and action oriented and list oriented and accomplishment, you know? Yeah. is a gibbish crap about accomplishment. <laughs> I mean, like what? <laughs> you know? Strange earth yeah. things. Super yes. <laughs> yes, exactly. Mm. Echoing some of the things that you've shared with regards to moon. I see that Macaulay Culkin. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Actor. He, he seems like a kind of, when you were speaking about like the neglect, like I feel like he's been in the headlines for some of that kind of behavior. I I I don't don't know, know. but he was so famous, so young. It's like, I don't think he even had a childhood. He was just thrown into, I mean, he was so famous. So famous. It was ridiculous. And you know, what's also interesting, and I bring him up with the neglect bit too, is he has a lot of Virgo Pisces, and he has the Pisces Mm. moon, but he's a Virgo sun, he's a Virgo Jupiter, Saturn, um, and Mercury. And then he's got that Pisces moon. But I mean, I kind of interrupted you with regards to being young, so young. Oh, well, it's just that like, you know, like I was talking about that being out there in the world and being seen and Mm. he was just immediately thrown into the public eye. Mm. That's it. Kind of almost like sacrificed in a way. Doubt he had much of a childhood, to be honest. I'll just throw out a couple names and maybe yeah. one comes. Uh, James Cameron is a moon. Jack Black is a moon. Oh, I love Jack Black. <laughs> Lauren Holly, she's an actress. But yeah, let's look at Jack Black. End. So Jack Black has a Pisces moon. He's also Virgo. Very interesting. I'm coming across a lot of these Virgo-Pisces combos. Virgo yeah. sun, Pisces moon, Cancer rising. Uh, his North Node is Pisces. His Mercury is Libra. His Jupiter is Libra. His Uranus is like Libra. He's like me. Oh, so how, when was he born? 1969? Yes, he was. Okay. Yes, he was. August oh. 28th. Oh, so we're, he's just a few days apart from me then. Sorry, oh. That's his chart. Okay, okay. <laughs> no wonder I like him. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he's so like he's so clever, and yet he mm-hmm. also can play someone that's kind of slovenly, you know, <laughs> like yeah. like he kind of doesn't look he's got like a variety. He yeah, takes that great care of himself in a mm-hmm. way, where mm-hmm. he cares, but he's like he's so talented, he's so he's so brilliant and and sweet too. Like mm. uh, I love the Kung Fu Panda. <laughs> yeah, and, absolutely. And, yeah, yeah and he and that actually that archetype is perfect for him like pisces moon like he's he's also this very naive he's so passionate about kung fu mm. panda mm-hmm. but he's so naive also and but he gets thrown into these situations like that are way mm-hmm. beyond him and yet somehow he makes it right mm-hmm. like like he just has a huge heart a mm. huge heart that guy yeah, so it's perfect. definitely um, Michelle Obama also is a Pisces moon. 
and mm. and Venus in Pisces. And you can say that she's kind of had to sort of sacrifice maybe personal ambitions for larger mm-hmm. causes, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. like not just her husband, but being like being first lady. And I don't know if that's what she wanted. <laughs> like, right. You know, right. In her career. And she's also got that combo of Pisces Aquarius mm. with Capricorn as well, but she's got a bit of that Aquarius too. So kind of a bit of a dreamer. Yeah. You know, which, which is, which I think why, why she always says she would never run for office herself. Like I think mm. she gets that what a sacrifice that would be. What placement would like fully embody Pisces? Like this is Pisces. Like, you know, like when you reference like Jesus Christ, for example, mm-hmm. it's like, okay, he embodies the Pisces, you know, archetype, but his placements may not necessarily right. be in Pisces. Yes. So like, yeah. I mean, is it a Pisces Neptune that would you would be like, whoa, you've got you've got Pisces in your chart, you know? Or uh, it could be any of the personal planets, honestly. Mm, but then, okay. yeah, but you know, personal planets plus if you have Neptune, let's say, conjunct your sun, mm. Neptune on your ascendant, mm-hmm. um, that would be really, really, really strong. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it could, it could be any of the inner planets. And then also depends, like in every chart too, like who knows what gets pulled out. Do you know what I mean? Like sometimes we don't yeah. even activate parts of our chart, right? right. Because we're not allowed to or someone yeah. told us that wasn't desirable so mm. or no one else does it that way so we mm. don't do it so either neptune or or a personal planet in pisces and then you see the person themselves like are they um following some sort of art path are they have they found mm. their service to the world are they you know actively trying to open their heart center or their heart chakra are they looking for joy like mm. Pisces really wants to experience ecstatic uh, aliveness, right? Mm. It wants the ecstatic experiences. So, so it is the archetype also, we haven't talked about this, about the addict, you know, the uh, alcoholic, the drug addict, the escapism, like any kind of, any person just wants to like tune out because mm. actually the real world is too harsh. It's too difficult. Mm. So they prefer, like actually what they really want, like they want, they know that those ecstatic states exist. And mm-hmm. so they'll find them artificially yeah. or they'll go and really try to devote themselves to a spiritual practice that will get them there. Mm. But it's more likely nowadays that someone would end up an addict. Do you know what I mean? Speaking of, uh, Heath Ledger Mm. is Pisces, Venus, and Mars. Oh, okay. And Mercury. Pisces, Mercury, Venus, Mars. So talk about personal planets. Exactly. And Mm. he died of an addiction. Mm -hmm. And he was very, he was also very popular and, I think they was they were saying that he couldn't get out of his role, mm. right? Like the, when he played the Joker, he was so mm. sort of taken over by it that it sort of disturbed him and, and, yeah. and eventually destroyed him. Yeah, angels and addicts, Pisces. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. So with people in Pisces, they they, sh- they do need to watch out for addictions. Mm-hmm. Just yeah keeping yeah. it under control. Mm. Mine, mine is green tea. So I think I'm kind of okay. Sure. We <laughs> all only, have our vices. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dry skin, but the, you know, aside from that, it's okay. Mm-hmm. Mm. But that is, yeah, it's mm. a big concern. Yeah. Anything else with Pisces that we should probably go over or mm. look at any other particular planetary placements for people? I think we did some, a lot of personal planets and, Yes, yeah, well, someone who has Mercury in Pisces mm. is not a left-brain thinker. They're a right-brain mm. thinker, right? So they're going to sort of intuit things and think outside the box. And mm. Mercury retrogrades are kind of like, 
a Mercury in Pisces. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Things are just not linear and logical. And that's mm. fine because yeah. there's a time for everything. Mm. So those people are, again, very creative. Like I, I have mm. a friend who has that. And she, she also has a moon in Pisces and Mercury mm. in Pisces. And she's a, she's a furniture designer. And she's incredibly, incredibly brilliant what she mm. does. Mm. Um, but she doesn't do it like, you know, she's not, it's not conventional. She, no, it's not conventional. Uh, Lady Gaga has a Mercury in Pisces, speaking mm. of not conventional. That, yeah. Uh, yeah. And also the that fact one. that Lady Gaga, she sort of, she blurs also gender lines in a way too, mm. you know, mm-hmm. like, she, like, so that's, I think there's something in there too, like maybe stronger in Aquarian, but in Pisces also, it's like just, yeah, whatever goes. Mercury and Jupiter in Pisces. She's living outside the box. She's living yeah, and she's so talented too, right? In mm-hmm. many different um, areas. Yeah. I'm trying to see. If, oh, Albert Einstein does have uh, his son in Pisces. Mm. And he was notoriously forgetful. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I guess as someone that's a Pisces rising, what sorts of, I guess, tools do you utilize in kind of having this earth life but being in a space that really is kind of beyond that well tools i mean my chart gives me my tools like Mm. my virgo the gemini you know figure things out but i do i feel keenly that like it's like a disconnect you know, like I can go into one space that's really not earthbound, you know, mm-hmm. and then it's like, how do I get myself back? And what, well, yeah, what do the two have to do with each other? Well, mm-hmm. you know, they feed each other, but I don't get so hung up anymore about the earthbound stuff. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? In a sense, I mean, I value it. I love life. I'm really grateful to be alive. I mm-hmm. have a lot of reverence for life, but I think the more I go into my Pisces, the less I feel I have to do. Do you know mm. what I mean? Like, I'm just like, oh, you know, actually just having gratitude for life and, and honoring life and like recognizing it is maybe just even enough. Mm. Like that's enough of an accomplishment and uh, maybe even a contribution. That's a sweet surrender right there. Yeah. Yeah. The older I get, definitely the less I feel, you know, I, I, I actually threw out my agendas. I'm like, I'm never good. Like I had, you know, had a subscription of these great agendas and I realized I'm never going to use them anymore. <laughs> Care so, like if stuff gets done, it gets done. If it, mm. I forget, I forget. It's okay. Yeah, it's okay. When all is said and done, yeah. it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. Well, I think that's a nice note to end on. You know, it's okay. <laughs> Whatever happens, it's okay. As we move into the Pisces Sun and things yeah. are seemingly grounded, but we're still in, you know, <laughs> lack of freedoms and uncertainty. It's okay. Yeah, and let's see what happens once the retrograde is really over, mm, which mm-hmm. is, you know, about so, five five days or so after it goes direct. Mm, mm-hmm. So let's see what what happens in the, you know, like really, really when we get to March and what the Pisces energies mm-hmm. bring in. Space Chord, Space Chord.